Welcome to Pastor John Miller's Cultural Impact Podcast, brought to you by Church on the Rock. All right, welcome to Pastor John's Church on the Rock Cultural Impact Podcast, a podcast that's all about timeless wisdom from modern culture. I'm Travis. I'm here with Pastor John, and here we're, we're here today to talk about a few important issues. Uh, before we jump in, how's it going? Well, my wife's on a two-week missions trip, so how do you think it's going? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Well, I'm, I, pr- I'm proud of her, but it's a little hard when mom's gone. Yeah. Well, hopefully the time will go by quick. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump in. Read that first spot. Okay. Uh, in an interview, gold medal Olympian swimmer Michael Phelps shared about his struggle with depression and suicide. He tried drugs to escape, but that didn't help. In rehab, a friend gave him a book called The Purpose Driven Life. He realized there's a power greater than himself, and there was a purpose for him on the planet. All of us face problems that make life seem impossible to live, but no matter what you're facing today, God's big enough to help. He helped Michael Phelps, and he'll help you. Yeah. You know, I'm listening to your article, and it's interesting. Michael Phelps, this great Olympian, on top of the mountain, money, fame, everything that you could imagine, but he dealt with depression. You know, and there's a lot of people throughout the world that are dealing with the same thing. So I guess my question today to start things off, uh, why do you believe that Michael is unhappy? Well, obviously, I don't know him, but, you know, all of us have gone through seasons of life where we're unhappy, we're depressed, we're down, we're discouraged. But particularly if you're trying to find meaning in life apart from God, you're going to end up in a dark place. Uh, Solomon, the wisest man that lived in the Old Testament, uh, he tried to find happiness. He wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. He said uh, he sought happiness in pleasure, accumulation of material things, uh, relationships with women, uh, building great cities, education, power, all the things that people pursue. I mean, we'll give, you know, we'll give sometimes 10, 12 years of our life for education you know, to get a, a doctorate degree or whatever the case is, and we get to the top and we realize it's empty. Yeah. Well, in his case, he had multiple gold medals. And apart from God, life really doesn't have meaning yeah. because the happiness we're looking for is really foundationally centered on a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And listen, you don't have to be Michael Phelps to, to be right. in depression. That's right. So what would you say to the average person that's, that's going through a bout of depression right now? Wow. Well, obviously... I, I, I think if you're going through depression, one thing is to, I'd get a physical. I mean, that's not real spiritual, but I'd just go to the doctor and see if everything's working right. So I know if something in my body, my thyroid or something, that's not right. But, but presuming that if you're physically healthy, uh, I, I would do my best to, to, to deepen my relationship with God. Um, being around Christian people that are kind of up yeah. and supportive because typically what you do when depression comes you withdraw into yourself yeah. you isolate uh, you perhaps start do, drinking pursuing some fleshly pleasures and you got to get out of that dark world you know I want to be around people that are filled with life that are filled with hope Uh, I want people that will remind me, and I'll also remind myself. Now, this is a big thing. I heard a a pastor say the other day, I was listening to his podcast, and he said every morning when he got up in the morning, he shared some of the things he told himself. Hmm. Now, I'm not dealing with depression. I did in my 20s, but I do have to deal with anxiety. Well, when I get up in the morning now, I tell myself, the scripture, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah. 
And there's something powerful about telling yourself the truth because depression obviously can have a physical element, it can be emotional, but it can also be spiritual. And Satan can be right there, well, like the prophet that wanted to kill himself, you know, after the great victory on Mount Carmel, he wants to go and die. So it can have spiritual components too. Yeah, and we're all susceptible to being in a low spot. And I think what Absolutely. you said, just confiding in someone, spending time with God, because it's going to yeah. be God that pulls us out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's jump into the next spot. This one's really good. Okay, uh, let's see. Jesus said the last days would see an increase in lawlessness. Lawlessness is a complete disregard for the laws that govern society, especially God's laws. Perhaps this is the main reason in today's immigration debate. We have laws built on compassion that allow for the ordered assimilation of immigrants, but we ignore these laws. Criminals escape consequences, city officials defy law, and American citizens suffer. I say our nation would be safer and unified if we honor the law instead of to defy it. Wow. That's a great spot because right now in our nation, this is what we're talking about. This is a hot button topic. We're going to have some decisions that are made right now that could affect the next uh, generations of people. And so uh, on one hand, we want to help people that are in need. Yep, absolutely. On the the other side, we need to make sure that our nation is safe and that we abide by law. So I guess my question is, what's the balance and does the Bible speak into this? Sure. Well, the two are not mutually exclusive. In other words, compassion and laws. You know, we, we have a, an immigration system that has worked for generations in America. My grandparents were immigrants from the Baltic state of Latvia in World War II. They entered America through an immigration process. They assimilated in society. They learned the language, but they still kept their own unique culture. So, so that's, that's a combination of both. That was a society that showed compassion to refugees, to immigrants, but at the same time did it in a lawful way to protect the structure uh, of our nation. So yeah. uh, clearly in the Bible, uh, God always encouraged to care for the poor, uh, for the widow, for the helpless, for the orphan, uh, for the stranger, for the alien, uh, for those people that were, were in great need. So we certainly can and should be compassionate, but we also can and should be a nation of laws because civil government's God is God's idea. Yeah. And the church, I mean, we shouldn't be backed away from this yep. uh, conversation. We should be engaged because we, we offer truth. We offer life. We offer love to people. Oh, absolutely. We help people. I mean, you know, we give people food. We help people find homes. I mean, the church is like you say, it's, it's, it's right involved in it. We have a lot of people that come to our church that are, that are new to America, that are struggling just to find an identity, and they're embraced and loved, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, Pastor John, thanks so much. Uh, That's all we have for today. Check in next time uh, for Pastor John, Zach, and I'm Travis. We'll see you next week with another episode of Pastor John's Cultural Impact Podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast, Timeless Wisdom for a Modern Culture. 